DIY podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome. Welcome to DIY Alive. We're here with Alfie Templeman. Hello. 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 <laughs> Alfie, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, very, very well, thank you. Um, Brilliant. How's your 2022 been so oh, far? It's been pretty wild. Went on tour. That was good. That was a good start to it. Um, yeah, did like 18 dates in a month, so never done that before. Never um, done that. No, 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 no. I've never done a proper like headline tour, so it was like my first one. So I was pretty happy about that. But um, and you're obviously you're you're 19 now. Yeah. So yeah. you pre-pandemic. Yeah, yeah. You would have had to have your drinks. Well, <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. There was um there was a few times um when I did gigs. Like I remember doing Great Escape when I was like 16, and they wouldn't actually let me in the venue. <laughs> I got banned from my own gig. Because I was underage or something, which is quite funny. They didn't actually know I was underage at the time. Oops. Does that have to be on a rider or something? <laughs> yeah, it must must be. I don't, I don't know. know. It hasn't happened. It didn't happen again, but... Yeah. Yeah. But obviously in America, you've got a few years to wait. Oh, yeah. Don't get me started about <laughs> America. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the tour was good, though. Yeah, it was really good. Um, yeah, it kind of helped me with my stage fright a bit, because, I mean... Every other time I've been on tour, like supporting, well, I think when you're supporting people, it's, it's different because you're like kind of shitting yourself about if anyone actually knows who you are. Mm. It could be pretty awkward and especially like festivals as well. I'm still getting used to that because when I started out, like go on stage and it would be just like silence. <laughs> it'd be so <laughs> awkward. But um, yeah, no, this tour was good because it was like kind of knew that people were there to see me and like people had sat with the songs long enough to really like know what to expect when we played live. So. That was cool. And the band all enjoyed it as well, so it was, it was good fun. And you've got a new song out about what you would, what you think going on tour after the pandemic would be like. Yeah. What did you think it would be like, and was it what you thought when it happened? Yeah, leaving today, I kind of based it off, like, just every other time that I've been on tour, so just getting really nervous, like, getting really scared before going on stage, like, my band are pretty good, like, at not getting nervous before a show, so they're really good at being chill, and then there's just me in the corner, like, like, sat there, like, freaking out, <laughs> so I kind of wrote it about that, I wrote about how, yeah, I kind of just got to a stage before the pandemic where touring almost became comfortable for me, and then next minute it was pandemic, like, everything brewed up in my head again, and um, I just started overthinking everything, so I feel like, Everyone kind of did that to some extent in, in different ways. Um, but yeah, that was, touring for me was a big one. So it was written about how basically I thought it would all just go terribly wrong with and touring. It, didn't. it did, somehow it didn't. I mean, there were definitely moments where, <clears throat> where things got close to being wrong, but <laughs> somehow they didn't. So yeah. Um, and leaving today's from your debut album, which yeah. is out next month. Yeah. Congratulations. Mad. Oh, tough. Thank you. It's very exciting. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Um, so you've done a number of EPs, a mini album. Yeah. How did you know that you were ready to do a debut album, or did you know? I didn't at first. I mean, I, I treated it the same way that I did every other release. Like, mm -hmm. all the EPs that I've done, all the mini albums and stuff, I mean, I've made enough material every time to, like, make a whole record. But this time it just felt like I was a bit more ready to just put out something that was a bit more bigger, a bit more mm -hmm. material in it. I feel like there were enough songs that kind of correlated as well with each other to... Mm -hmm. I'm not saying it's a concept album. I'm not doing like a Pink Floyd or anything, but <laughs> never could anyway. But it's just something, it's, it's just a bit bigger. It's like, I think after making a mini album, which it, it was like eight songs, half an hour, like that gave me a bit more confidence to make something that was slightly bigger because a lot of people were like, 
why is it so short for an album? I was like, it's not an album, it's a running album. But um, yeah, no, like it's really nice to have a full full length now. And what kind of time period would you have been making this in? Did you start before the pandemic? I started, I was 17 when I started it. So it was May 2020. So okay. it was kind of when everything was crazy and nobody had a clue what was going on. Um, I started it in my, so my dad, he's got a little shed in the back garden. So I put my drums into it and started recording stuff. Mm -hmm. um, but lyrically nothing happened for like a year because I wasn't going anywhere. Like I had a lung condition. Um, so I didn't go outside or see my friends for like shielding, a year. Right? I was shielding yeah. like big time. Like I couldn't go anywhere at all. I kind of just resorted to making songs, but like just literally just music, no lyrics whatsoever, just, okay. just making demos. And then it all kind of came together like 2021 kind of thing, finished it in the summer, wrote a bunch of lyrics, went up to Suffolk and did some work with Justin from the vaccines. Like that was cool. Like, I think I worked with like three or four other writers and producers on this record, but most of it's still just me playing all the instruments. It must have been difficult when you were shielding, you know, everyone was stuck inside, but you were really stuck inside. And especially when you have such a, a sociable job of doing things like this, meeting people, playing gigs. Yeah. It was, everyone kind of had to change, but it feels like you must have had to change more than most. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, it, 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 it was tough. Cause I mean, even, Summer 2020, like people did have a bit of freedom, but I literally wasn't going anywhere at all. I was still inside, and yeah, it kind of sucked to be honest. Like spending that much time in your own mind is never going to be a great thing. Yeah. So there are a lot of there are a lot of bad things that came out of it, but also like I I, I think I wrote some pretty good music. Yeah. So that kind of it's yeah, it's got its goods and bads to it really. And when these lyrics did finally come after all this time, yeah. Was it like a, you were just writing all the time after not writing at all? In a way, yeah. I mean, I went through a period where in, in 2021, when I actually kind of got, got out the house and stuff, I thought all of a sudden I'd be like super free and like managed to just be this prolific artist. But actually <laughs> it was even worse at first. Like I was really depressed and I couldn't go outside for like, three weeks like back to back mm -hmm. I was just like every week it would get to the end of it I'd be like I'm praying that like it would start over and I'd feel better but I, I feel like I like, like with depression like everything's in complete black and white and it's just so straight up and so real and right in front of you that I feel like I learned a lot lyrically about that and a lot of the songs kind of formed because of that uh, there's songs like the the last track just below the above that's just me getting pretty existential, to be honest. Like, <laughs> I got existential a lot last year after everything, like, after getting out of the pandemic and, and doing things again. But, um, yeah, lyrics definitely just... I, I just had a lot of questions to ask, really, and I feel like, you know, I was 18 last year, so I was growing up, I was figuring things out. Like, it was definitely a really interesting period in my life, but I feel like, as well as being 18, I'd just gone through a pandemic being a teenager. So it, it was like, wow, I have a lot of things on my mind right now. How am I going to approach that? That was why I was writing a lot, I guess. Did you answer any of the questions you had for yourself with by writing the album? Um, yeah, some of them definitely. <laughs> some of them definitely not. Like, I, yeah, I still don't know if there's an afterlife, man. But <laughs> yeah, that's one of them, I guess. But yeah, no, some of, some of it, yeah. Maybe the smaller, stupider questions. Yeah. <laughs> but no, not the big ones. You mentioned Justin earlier. You were working with Justin Young from The Vaccines, yeah. Tom from Jungle, mm, yeah. um, Kieran from Circle Waves. Mm. They feel like from a, an older generation of indie music. Have you learned anything from the three of them that you would then, if you were given the opportunity, 
pass on the wisdom to others. Yeah, I mean, they're all completely different. That's why I yeah. wanted to work with them. You know, if mm. they were kind of the same, then I wouldn't have bothered. But yeah. um, Justin obviously has, like, a really unique style of writing songs um, that I've always loved, I've always really appreciated. And um, you can hear that, especially, like, Combat Sports, All the Vaccines is, like, one of my favorite records. Um, so, like, I've always loved doing stuff with him. Like, we did Happiness and Liquid Form together, mm -hmm. one of my older songs. So he's great, he's awesome. Um, and he helped me a lot with lyrics. He helped me a lot with kind of phrasing things and putting things together and, mm -hmm. and working out different rhythms and, and ways of, like, just kind of symbolizing your lyrics, but also being a little bit more open about yourself. One of my songs, Broken, is a lot more honest, and yeah, other songs on the record, but um, Kieran, like, Kieran from Circle Waves, he's just, he's just so lovely, he's just a bubbly person. He's like really nice to work with. Um, and the song that we did, we actually wrote on FaceTime in like half an hour. <laughs> it was like really quick. He's so cool to work with, he's such a lovely guy. And Tom, like, I've just done a ton, ton of stuff with Tom from Jungle, but he's, um, he's just sick, he's just really cool. He's just like the coolest person. You play a lot of instruments yourself, right? I play like two, like well, and like a bunch I, of other stuff. The, the not quote very I well. saw was eleven. Oh, that, that's yeah. I don't know. The people are overstretching that because like <laughs> I can't play them very well at all. Seriously. I heard that the flute was the latest one. That you <laughs> yeah. I need I need a few lessons from Lizzo to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> With you know being able to go into the studio and do everything yourself, what do you want from the people that you're? bringing in to work with you, like the ones we mentioned, or anybody else? That's a good point. Because I, like, when I started off, I was recording everything by myself and writing it by myself, um, which is good, but it's also nice to have like, a different opinion, another, a second opinion, mm -hmm. you know? Because I feel like when you're kind of just sat there for hours and in that flow state making a song, you don't really sit from the other side. Like, it can get, you can get a bit narcissistic about your own songs, to be honest. You can think, oh, this is hot shit because you've made it, you've written it, you've done it in your room or whatever and you've focused on it for hours. But it's nice to just have, you know, someone going, what if you went this direction? What if you tried this? What if you changed the progression to this? And, and that's happened a million times, especially with this record in particular. Like, there's another guy I work with uh, called Charlie uh, from Common Saints, a band that he has. Um, and it's the opening song, a Western is called. And... Um, he, he just came up with this like, really cool progression that, that I'm so glad that... Because a few years ago, I wouldn't have worked with anyone, really, because I would have been like, ooh, no, I can do it by myself. But like, he opened up a lot of ideas for me, and, um, as well as the other guys, and that's a really good example of it. He just, he just showed me this, like, look, there's a, there's a million different ways. Like, and that's the, that's the amazing thing with music and art in general. There's no specific path. There's, no, you know, just, there's not just a single way of making a song. There's a million different ways. And... Um, and we all have different brains and we all have different ways of approaching songs and he was a great example of that. Last thing, you released a new song this week. Yeah. Um, for Earth Day, which yeah. was on Friday. Yeah, that's right, yeah. yeah. It was on Friday. Yeah, um, that was with Earth Percent, yeah. Yeah, with Earth Percent, Brian Eno's climate change charity. Yeah. Um, you've spoken off about climate change quite a lot. Is that something that you believe in strongly and want to want to help out with. It's nice to see so many artists getting involved. Well, yeah, absolutely. I mean, put it simply, um, there is literally no planet B. Like, we've only got one shot at this. And I think, like, the more that we can do to make this planet better and greener is, is you know, it's right in front of us. It was just a small thing that I wanted to do, but um, the actual song itself is just talking about those that are less fortunate in the world in general. And I just, I just felt like a good statement. It just felt like a 
good time to put that out, especially with everything going on at the moment. Yeah. Um, so I'm kind of really <laughs> shocked that he wanted me to do something for that, to be honest. Yeah. It was it was really cool. Another person contributing to that is Declan McKenna. Yeah. Who you're going to be playing guitar for. Yeah. The Royal Album. Maybe oh. drums as well. Maybe drums. <laughs> yeah. Flute, maybe. <laughs> Not flute, no. I'd <laughs> bollocks up the whole concert if I did that. <laughs> Have you been in rehearsals? Not yet, so I'm pretty nervous. <laughs> yeah, he's really just trusting me with that one at the moment. There's a whole crew of you joining him, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of really cool people, actually. C-Matt is playing. Um, his uh, guy that he works with, Josh, that's really cool. Uh, I mean, there's countless people that are playing. Soren yeah. Bryce, like, it's going to be sick. It'll yeah. be really cool. It'll be wonderful. Mm. Um, I'm looking forward to it. Thank you so much for taking the time today, Alfie. Oh, no, of course. Really appreciate thank you. it. And, yeah, thank you for coming down. Thank you, Thank everybody. you. Thanks, guys. <laughs>